Dip it in and sauce it up with Sergio Lopez and Vanessa Walsh. 8-Bit Saucy Podcast. Dip it in and sauce it up. Hello, Sausketeers. Welcome to a new episode of A Bit Saucy. I'm your host, Vanessa Walsh. And I'm Sergio Lopez. And today we will finally be reviewing the legendary Stark's Happy Hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... um. We went over this in a past Starks episode, but uh, I used to go to Starks pretty Starks happy hour after work pretty regularly. It was like my place I would go. It was like kind of well lauded as the best happy hour um, in all of Sonoma County by like a lot of different metrics. Um, and yeah, it's like Starks delicious food and appetizers at a very reasonable price. Um <laughs> they really have a lot of good stuff to offer um, food-wise. Um, so this is like, if you can't afford the full-on Stark steak dinner, or you just don't want to spend that much, um, and you just kind of want a more casual experience, yeah, highly recommend their happy hour. Um, I believe it's from 3 to 6 p.m. Um, Monday mm-hmm. through Friday. It used to be on Saturdays, too, but now it's only Monday through Friday. Oh, it was on Saturdays as well? Wow. It used to be, Yeah. It's the Saturday one would get so crowded, though. Mm, um, I'm sure. So, like we've mentioned before, um, this is a first come, first serve place. You can't make any reservations or anything. Um, and it used to be you could just walk in, but now you have to um, go through the main entrance. And I think the host won't even let you go in if it's full. So, mm. um, I would recommend showing up before 4 p.m. if you can. And we do have yep. like one day a week where we can do that um, <laughs> or maybe two. So, uh, yeah, if there's any day you get off work early or whatever, I would recommend getting there before 4 p.m. Because we got there, what, at like 345 and there's mm-hmm. still a ton of seating. Half hour later, absolutely nothing. <laughs> like mm-hmm. um, or maybe it was a little bit more than that. I think there was like one table left for a while, but then eventually that filled too. So, Anyway, with that out of the way, yeah, this has been a favorite of mine for a long time. Um, When I first started going, it was so cheap. They had a whole thing. It was during the recession, and they had a whole thing that until the Dow hits 10,000, they're going to keep their prices like dirt cheap. So a lot of things like the calamari were 350 at the time. Um, And I don't know if they actually upped their prices when the Dow hit 10,000 or not, but the Dow is way above 10,000 now. It's like at 30-something thousand. I don't really (laughs) understand these things that well, but... um, so the prices are a little more now, point being, I think it was $6 for every appetizer, but that's still um, an amazing deal for what it is. I mean, I'm jumping ahead of myself here with value, but um, it's a little bit different of a review, I guess, because it's specifically reviewing a restaurant's happy hour. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't obviously a full-on Starks review. If you want a review of Stark's amazing Brazilian barbecue pop-up that they sadly aren't doing anymore. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and check back our old episode about that. That was one of our greatest food experiences we've ever had together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, our most popular um, episode in terms of downloads. That's true. Yeah. A lot of people have listened to that, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. I actually think that's one of our best reviews too. And I think it was actually like informative for people <laughs> because I mean, we went into that experience not really knowing what to expect that much, you know, and we were very pleasantly surprised, but I would have loved to have a more thorough review of it before we went, you know, I think it would have been, would have encouraged us to actually take the plunge, you know, Mm -hmm, I feel like 
if people really knew how awesome that whole experience is what experience was for only 50 bucks too i mean minus drinks and tax and tip but still like um i was thinking about how like we spent 250 dollars at mona lisa um Mm -hmm. in colorado and how how much more amazing the starks experience was (laughs) for like you know half of that price but um right anyway Stark's happy hour. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not going to do any kind of history hive. We've talked about Stark's before and their organization a little bit. We might at some point like actually get further into the Stark's organization and their history, but I didn't do that this time. And yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't Probably really seem mm-hmm. seem worth it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I'm kind of curious myself because we were talking when we we're at Stark's happy hour, like... When that restaurant opened up, I feel like it became, it was kind of a bummer um, because it was replacing this old-timey Italian restaurant and replacing it with this fancy expensive food. But it kind of was a start of a big cultural shift in food in Sonoma County. Mm -hmm. I feel like the hip, modern, fancy movement was like almost like spearheaded partly by Starks because... Mm -hmm. They earned their, you know, place in everybody's heart by just, like, excellent quality. It's like, sure, it's fancy and expensive, but also it's amazing. And I feel like it perfectly exemplifies that kind of food culture here. That it's just like, yes, it's expensive, but it's local, high quality, and totally, like, worth the price. Um, So, yeah, I think Starks is, like, the poster child of, like, Sonoma County food culture, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, so anyway, we could talk about, let's see, you want to talk about the atmosphere a little bit? Yeah. Um, so like you're saying, it used to be an old um, Italian restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, so the inside is really still um, very old fashioned, kind of, uh, but like class, classed up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like kind of think, you kind of uh, think of like one of those old like San Francisco bars that have... Um, like still like the old like original molding and stuff right. like that and some of the um the pictures on the wall are of like old Santa Rosa and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was thinking and about so, like the bar in the shining. I know it's in like a ballroom but still yeah. that like it's got a very old fashioned bar kind of look and it's actually kind of nice. Like mm-hmm. it's a very nice vibe. <laughs> lots of wood. <laughs> yeah, lots of wood. Lots of dark wood. Which and there's like a looks cool. checkered floor and the waiters are all wearing like black and white, you know? Right. It's, yeah. It's very classy, very old timey mm-hmm. kind of speakeasy ish vibes. Right. Yeah. Mirrors like behind the bartenders that make the room kind of look bigger. There's like an old telephone booth for decoration. So it kind of gives you a picture mm-hmm. of the vibe you got going here. So it's actually very cool too. Mm-hmm. Like it's a very cool vibe in there and really enjoyable. Yeah, it's not trying hard to be like some old-fashioned thing. Like no, it doesn't don't overdo feel, it. It doesn't yeah. feel like it's like a costume. It's not corny. No, mm-hmm. not at all. It's classy, hundred mm-hmm. percent. In fact, I, I want to say it's like one of the classier bars in like Sonoma County that I could think of. Yeah, probably not like the top one, but just overall feel, drinks, mm-hmm. all that kind of, all those factors. Right. Well, speaking of drinks, uh, should we talk about our drinks first? Sure. The first ones we got? Yeah. Okay. So the way this works is they have um, they have a few different cocktail specials. 
they have a bunch of fancy like mixology type cocktails too that you can get, but I don't believe that they are discounted. Right. No, they're not on the happy hour. They menu, might. But I believe you can still order them. Right? Oh yeah, you totally can. You can order just about anything on the regular menu. At least you could in the past, even though they didn't give us one, but I think if you ask for it, maybe they can. I'm not mm. sure if that rule has changed though. Gotcha. But um but you can get, I think, any cocktails because you are in the bar. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, you could just go up to the bar and say, give me like a rum and Coke or something. Right. I'm sure. But um, I'm not sure if the cocktails are discounted. I think in the past they were like $1 off, like the regular ones. Mm. But I'm not sure if they still do that, like I said. Mm-hmm. So anyway, what we they have just a couple specialty cocktails on the happy hour menu that are heavily discounted. So it's like you can get one of those or you can basically pay like, you know, over $10 for your drink. Mm-hmm. Um, even if they do give a dollar off to their specialty cocktails, I want to say they're in the like 15 range. But anyway, I ended up getting, we'll go through the whole menu later. I ended up getting the Lucy for $6, 360 vodka, lime, lemon, and simple syrup. So that's a very... uh simple cocktail mm-hmm. and it was good it was very light and very uh drinkable mm-hmm. not very intense or anything it's just right. like i was worried actually since it has lemon and lime i don't really like like over limed drinks served with right ones that have just like a ton of citrus acid to make you like pucker up mm-hmm. those aren't to my taste so i'm almost surprised at myself for wanting to get that but i was hoping the simple syrup i guess would balance it and it did like perfectly mm-hmm. it wasn't too sweet wasn't too sour it was just a delightful little cocktail yeah. it was very refreshing on a summer's day even though it wasn't summer well is it still summer uh no i don't think no, it was it's fall no. now yeah okay <laughs> but anyway it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah no i think it turned fall the um, day we went to um San Luis Obispo. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. Okay. So you got the Rufus, which is also $6. Mm-hmm. Jim Beam Red Stag Black Cherry Bourbon Ginger Ale and Lemon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like the that cherry bourbon. Um, Me too. I was surprised by how cherry it tasted. Yeah. Um, I feel like it really um, just gave it kind of like um, a little bit of a taste of like cherry Coke. Mm-hmm. Um, and what was what were the other ingredients again? Sorry, uh, ginger ale and lemon. Okay, yeah. So yeah, this tasted like a, a cherry soda to me in a way, just like uh, almost like rum and cherry coke or something like that. But you know, yeah. ginger ginger beer instead. That is what it reminded me of. It definitely gave me that like old school soda fountain uh, vibe. Mm-hmm. Very easily drinkable. I really like this drink. Right. I look at it and see bourbon. I think this is really going to bite. You know, this is like mm-hmm. a man's drink or whatever. But right. no, it's it's not really. <laughs> not to say a man cannot enjoy it. But uh, I mean, I enjoy fruity drinks. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm also not a Rudy Tootie, fresh <laughs> and fruity man. <either. laughs> Yet sometimes I am. <laughs> yeah. You, you really are. <laughs> I need to uh, amend this button. <laughs> right. Okay. So... Uh, I guess we could talk about the drinks we got later after we talk about our food, just so it's all in order. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so happy hour. Um, I'll just list off the things we got, and then we can go into reviewing them. Yeah. So we got tuna tartar tacos, mm-hmm. not so mini burger, truffle fries, crispy calamari, and that's all, right? Uh, yeah. I think that was the first round, but didn't we get other things later or no? We got one other thing later, oh, okay. which is a repeat of one of these things. Oh, okay. But anyway. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> okay, the first thing to come was the tuna tartar tacos. Kayam? 
Huh? It sounded like you said Kayam. First thing to Kayam. Oh. <laughs> I don't mean to pronounce it like that. Anyway, the ingredients on the tuna tartar tacos are miso, truffle, and pine nuts. So, like I said, all food here is $6, by the way. So you get three of these per order. And I love these. These are so good. Um, mm-hmm. It's the uh, the tuna. It reminded me of the really good uh, poke we got at Taco Temple. It did, yeah. Yeah. Um, and the, like, wonton tacos that they're on like mm-hmm. are so good. It's just... And the pine nuts, everything harmoni- harmonizes in this uh, perfectly. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the, these are like excellent. The like crunch of the of the shell of the taco with the like really good flavor of the tuna and the like flavor notes of the other things, I think make for just like a perfect example of this sort of thing. I've had variations of this in a lot of different places, and I feel like this is the best example of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you got this was mainly your like ma- this was your main thing the not so many burger. So we mm-hmm. got a quarter pr- a quarter pound prime certified Angus beef, Fontina cheese, caramelized onions, truffle aioli, and house pickles. So what do you think of that? Yeah, um, this actually reminded me a little bit of an In and Out burger, but like with better quality stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not that In and Out is bad quality or anything like that, of course, but. Um, this just felt like it was like a bit like a fancier upgrade to uh, In and Out Burger, which uh, I thought um, was pretty good. Only thing is, uh, didn't have you know like that um, really sharp cheese. <laughs> like I had Fontina sharp- cheese, which is like a right. pretty mild cheese, but I think it's good. Yeah, no, it's definitely good. It just um, if it had like the In and Out cheese, it'd just be like, oh, they're just like copying In and Out. But uh, no, this was uh, this was really good. Um, I thought it was pretty substantial. I mean, um, it's what do they call it? Not so mini burger, right? But it's not so big either. So a quarter pound is pretty much just like your regular burger. That's like not big, you know, just mm-hmm. like your average patty. Mm-hmm. But for six dollars, this is a good six dollar burger, mm-hmm. and it did actually. I, I see the in and out comparison for sure, but it's like the bun was super good, mm-hmm. like almost like a pretzel bun type of bun. Right. The caramelized onions definitely gave like a sweetness to it and the truffle aioli as well and, and the different kind of cheese too. It's just like, I feel like I get, yeah, I agree with the upgraded in and out mm-hmm. thing, but it's like way upgraded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That truffle aioli made, um, gave it like this, uh, extra dimension to it that, um, that your standard fast food burger just isn't going to have. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I thought that this was really sort of like sophisticated little mini burger. <laughs> yeah. All right. So um, next we got truffle fries. Mm-hmm. So these are really good. Um, the only rub about them was that I think I remember this in the past. They didn't come with any kind of sauce and they were good on their own. Actually, they had a nice like umami flavor. They have a Parmesan and parsley and like really good salt on them. Uh, But they do kind of need something to dip it in. Mm -hmm. And uh, I could have asked for ketchup or um, dip it in a sauce (laughs) it up. (laughs) But I ended up asking for aioli and they have like a sriracha aioli. Mm -hmm. Um, So I had them bring that and it took them actually kind of a long time to bring it. So we just kind of like weren't eating the fries very much until they did. Mm -hmm. And the aioli um, gave it what it needed. But I I don't know. I would have wanted something maybe a little sharper, like Mm -hmm. something a little more acidic. Maybe it was a pretty mild aioli. 
You think um, a good ketchup would have serviced it better? I think so. Like, I think if you had like a really good like spicy ketchup or something, I mm-hmm. think that would be perfect. Or do what a uh, Underwood does and uh, give you both like an aioli and a ketchup. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, yeah, they needed something to dip it in um, and sauce it up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but they were really good fries. I mean, I don't want to undersell them. Like, I really like the like seasoning blend they put on them, and they were really good. Uh, perfect crispness. Sauce it up. Of course, being fries, though, they were kind of like the only thing left at the end of the meal Mm. because uh, they're just kind of uh, too much of a filler with (laughs) all the other yummy food we got. But they were really good. Um, But yeah, they probably were my least favorite out of what we got. But that's not saying much (laughs) because, you know, everything we got was really good. What do you think? Yeah, um, I was also surprised that these didn't come standard with any sort of dipping sauces. Um, I guess maybe the the idea is that the truffle flavoring and uh, what I think it had like garlic and maybe some other seasoning on it as mm-hmm. well that that would be enough. But I don't know, dry fries unless like you're really hungry, right? Um, isn't usually unless like my, <laughs> yeah, isn't usually how I want to um consume a basket of fries. Fries are a sauce vehicle. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um. So these were not that. Awesome. Oh, goodness. I forgot that they even existed. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it was definitely um, an improvement to have the the aioli. But, yeah, I'm curious to see, like, if we get those next time. And I'm definitely not opposed to getting them again, um, but getting them with uh, different types of, of sauces with them, whatever mm-hmm. might come with them. So, um, yeah, yeah. Um, Definitely good fries just on their own, too. Um, not, like, amazing or anything like that. Like, these, like the fries themselves on their own um, are definitely good, but not something I'd be like, oh, man, remember those fries? Got to right. get them again. They don't really stand out. You know, mm-hmm. they are definitely in, like, the upper, like, 30% of fries we've ever had. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. at the same time, like, I don't think I would, like, try these fries out of context and be like, these are those Starks fries, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Gosh, I think of like, what are the best fries we've ever had? That'd be something to think about at the end of the year, maybe. Right. Oh, um, that's a good question. Yeah. That's one of my favorite things at the end of the year, figuring out what was the best of everything. <laughs> you know, it requires a lot of uh, remembering. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to jot that down. <laughs> right. You know, it's best right. fries. Anyway, final thing we got in this round was uh, the crispy calamari. Uh, it comes with garlic, parsley, and orange chili sauce. So this was one of our favorite things when we did the backyard barbecue, mm-hmm. and um, they had they made one small change, and I'm not sure if this is a permanent change. This doesn't seem like a big deal, but um, when we got it at the backyard barbecue and in the past, they would deliver it in a little cast iron dish that mm. was just full of the sauce. Mm. Um, and now instead of doing that, they just had it on a regular plate, and there was the sauce that was like already on the calamari, but it wasn't like sitting in a pool of sauce like mm. it used to be. Mm. And that did less of that delicious, amazing orange chili sauce um, in this dish does take away from it a tiny bit, mm. but it is still amazing and excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely had a few pieces that didn't have as much sauce on it than I would uh, have liked to right. like them to, especially like the bigger pieces. Um, but yeah, that orange chili sauce is so excellent, and the te- like with the texture of the calamari. We've talked about this before, but we um, it's rare to uh, find dishes with the perfect like crispiness to sauciness ratio. <laughs> sure, because you know sauciness is like the enemy of crispiness a lot of times. So when mm-hmm. you can get that like perfect, 
it's like heavenly, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, still really, really enjoyed this dish. Still a really, really good calamari. I just wish they would have served it the way they used to with more sauce. Um, yeah. So, what about you? So, flavor-wise, I think this was probably my favorite thing. Me too. Um, These were something that you had been raving about for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I feel like this was like one of the signature things that made you um, kind of fall in love with the Stark's Happy Hour in the first place. I would agree with that. So, um, I could definitely see why. Um, They definitely have a a great flavor to them. And maybe because I'm not as uh, familiar with how they... They used to do them. The the amount of sauce that they had on them didn't bother me too much. Yeah, sure, there were some pieces that probably could have benefited from more having more of the sauce on them. You know, already. you had this before, right? Uh, At the Brazilian barbecue, this was like your favorite thing. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. And that was served in the little cast iron dish. Oh, all right. <laughs> you need to listen to that episode again. <laughs> I don't know. I never listen back to this unless I'm editing it. Right. That's true. <laughs> but you did really like this and it, it was served the old way. And uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, it's okay if you don't remember that. I mean, it was just one time. Damn, I got called out. You did. I was just like, wait, does he think he hasn't had this before? <laughs> I don't remember having it. You did. You it was did. a year ago. That was a year ago. That's true. <laughs> yeah. It was like on our anniversary. So we could always remember when that was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, but you liked it. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Like I said, it was uh, probably my favorite thing flavor-wise. And yeah, there were a couple of pieces where, you know, it was like the little squid tentacle things that were like kind of um, Mm -hmm. had too much um, meat and breading ratio compared to the um, sauce that it had. Mm -hmm. So there are a couple of pieces where I wish it had a little bit more of the the yummy flavoring on it. Mm Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could I could see that. It's like uh, it sounds like we're really nitpicking, but it's just like when when you have a dish you really like and they make a change to it, that's like not for the better. It's kind of it's kind of a bummer. Like it's not a big deal though. We still love it very much. <laughs> and I do wonder if you were to like get that as an appetizer or something in the actual restaurant, mm-hmm. um, if it would still be the old way. Mm-hmm. But it also brings me to something they say on the happy hour menu, which is uh, love it or leave it. No substitutions, please. So they don't do any substitutions. And that leads me to think, and all their stuff came really fast. So that leads me to think they are just churning these out mm-hmm. in the kitchen. I think so. So I'm guessing the reason they don't serve it like that is because they just have like giant piles of calamari and they're just like plating <laughs> it like, you know, assembly line style. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that's that's my guess. So that's also something to be aware of, though. Uh, no substitutions on any of this stuff. I mean, I can imagine if you have like an allergy or something, that might be the exception to that. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, the, so you're not going to be like, oh, I'll have the burger without this or with this. You know, you're just going to have to pick it off yourself. Yeah, yeah, I see. You know, I wonder with you being lactose intolerant, if you could just be like no cheese. But mm. I don't know. That's kind of, yeah, that's kind of interesting. I mean, I think they would kind of get a hard time from people if they weren't willing to do that. Mm, like yeah, probably. or whatever. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Good question. Well, there's only a few things on the menu that we didn't try. Right. This is a very small menu, which yeah. is, I guess, one of the small drawbacks to it. But Yeah, yeah but there's a pretty good variety nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Um, so things we wouldn't get were bar- would be barbecue, oyster. Oh, wait, we forgot something. I knew there was something. Before we go into the menu, um, we got a second round. 
Oh, right. Uh-huh. And uh, there's not much more to say because you got the same drink, I believe. I think I did. Or did you get the beer? No, you didn't. No, I didn't get a beer. Okay. So, yeah, I think you got the same drink. And I think I got one of your drinks, which was the Rufus. Oh, no, wait. I got a, no, I got got a Moscow Mule. Okay, that's right. Sorry okay. about that. So, it's Charbay Vodka, Lime, and Fever Tree Ginger Beer. Um, so, it's interesting. They have a few different vodka drinks, and they all use different vodka. So, mm. I don't know. I think it's, it is it is a very full bar. Like, they have a lot of different things on here. So, I think it's just for variety's sake. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. So, that Moscow Mule, every, it was also $6, like almost everything here. Um, and that was really good. I really liked it. <laughs> it was nice to have a second round to just sit there and relax. That was kind of like, oh, do we be good or do we, like, go over to the other side? Mm-hmm. And we chose the other side. <laughs> so, you got another Rufus. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then we got another order, the tuna tartar tacos, mm-hmm. because I love them so much. And I, um, you had the whole burger, but I was just kind of picking at everything else. So I needed a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And then you That's got right. another taco and I got the two burger bug bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. So anyway, OK, now we can go over the menu. OK, but first. Hey, Vanessa and Sergio, what's the sauce score? Well, gosh, thinking of the different sauces that were here, we've got the truffle aioli on the burger. We've got the uh, sriracha aioli that we got with the fries. And we've got the orange chili sauce and the crispy calamari. So I thought the truffle sauce and the orange chili sauce are really good. In fact, the orange chili sauce is like blow your mind amazing. <laughs> the sriracha aioli was kind of meh, but I don't know. With how good that orange chili sauce is, that really elevates it. So I'm going to go with like a 8.5. Nice. What about you? Uh, I think I will give it a 7 because I, I don't remember like the... The truffle aioli on the burger was good, but not like super standout. Mm -hmm. And the sriracha aioli was just kind of average, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like nothing really special about that. But um, yeah, with that said, um, that pulls the average up high with the, um, what do you call it, with the chili, um, what is it, orange chili sauce? Orange chili sauce, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe give it 7.5. How inventive to put orange chili sauce on calamari. Like, that's so different than the (laughs) normal sauce you'd see on calamari, Mm -hmm. where it's just like a aioli or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's pretty interesting. Anyway, it's almost like Asian-influenced, but not really, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, Okay. Anyway... So things we didn't get and wouldn't get are barbecue oysters and oysters on the half shell. Mm-hmm. Yes, as as everyone knows by now, mm-hmm. not not a fan. <laughs> um, potato skin fondue. So this is actually a pretty good dish. I've gotten it before. It's pretty uh, a lot of food. So it's smoked cheddar is the uh, fondue cheese, and then it comes with like sprinkles of bacon bits, and it comes with quite a bit of potatoes. I want to say. Unless I've been in a big group, like, I hardly ever finish this. The potatoes are, like, a lot. Mm, this is actually okay. probably one of the higher value items for $6. Oh, nice. Like, if you actually want to get filled up, get that. And it's good, too. The cheese and the bacon is good. The only thing is, you know, potatoes are pretty uh, filling food. Right. So, you know, there's that. But How are they compared to the truffle fries, the potatoes themselves? Well, they're different. You know, they're more like home fry type mm. potatoes. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, my memory is, at least. Um, all right. 
Well, it says potato skin fondue, so maybe it is actually potato skin, but it is a lot different than the fries. Anyway, I'm sorry, I don't remember that. <laughs> but the thing that interests me the most that we didn't try is the buttermilk onion rings, and that comes with steakhouse aioli. So I wonder if that aioli is that sriracha aioli, but the onion, onion rings here seem really good, and I think I saw some a plate of them walk by, and they looked excellent. Oh, yeah. So I, I, I like really good onion rings, so I think <laughs> that would be good to try. And another thing that sounds really good, a prime rib banh mi sandwich with herb slaw. Mm-hmm. So that sounds very tasty to me. And yeah, I think sounds... I saw some people get one of those. I think I've gotten that before, and I think it was really good. Mm. Um, I think they started serving that like towards the end of my going there frequently. Uh, got you. So I think I maybe got it like once. But yeah, I think I remember it being really good. I also remember it being kind of like the burger, like one of the bigger things on the menu. Yeah, like it looked like it. Type uh-huh. thing. So it's another like pretty good value item yeah i would have maybe got that as the second or as the second round but i don't we just didn't have room for it right yeah and yeah i want more tacos okay so things on here on the drink menu that we didn't get let's see they have a barrel brothers uh lager for 350 just a beer cheap yeah you can get white wine or red wine for six bucks um i don't usually do spring for that. Mm-hmm. One of the things a lot of people get is the $4 classic beef eater martini. Mm-hmm. It's the cheapest drink they have besides the beer. It says limit two per guest because I guess they don't want people getting smashed on $4 martini. <laughs> right. I'm not a huge fan of the martini, though. I think I got this once just out of curiosity. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm just not a fan of, like, the flavor of a martini. Yeah, same. It has, like, an olive in it. I'm mm-hmm. into that. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. People so, love their martinis, though. I would probably get the Rufus again. I really liked that. I know nice. this is like the kind of bar you get a martini at. Mm-hmm. Um, they have another martini here called the Charbe Vodka Martini, which is a classic vodka martini. Mm. There's um, an old-fashioned. This actually sounds kind of good. Old Forester bourbon, brown sugar, and lemon. Um, so that sounds tasty. That seems like something you might get. Yeah. I almost got that, but I wanted the Rufus. <laughs> yeah. And that's all... Um, so these are both pretty small menus, but they also have a lot of variety. So that's good. Mm-hmm. All right. So value-wise, I would say this is an excellent value. Oh, one of the best value yeah. places, I would say. Like ever. With everything being six bucks, like for this quality, where else do you get that? We're talking like, uh, this is like, uh, I don't know, Amy's, um, like how, what you, we would spend at a... Uh, I know. I think Amy's. wasn't our whole bill like 40 bucks or something like that? Like... Uh, here? Um, no, it was more than that. It was more than that because we got that because second we got, round. Yeah, yeah, second round. But it, it would have been like, like probably like 50 bucks total had we not. Right, exactly. See, that's the thing here, though. It's like you can just keep ordering and get it out of, let it get out of hand. <laughs> but it's... They're probably hoping for that. <laughs> right. Right. Well, that's probably how it, like, survives, which right. is fine with me because right. <laughs> then you get, like, a lot of good food. But this has to be one of the best values, I want to say, like, we've ever had. Mm-hmm. Just, like, really, really high-quality food for basically, like, fast food prices. <laughs> just about, yeah. Except, of course, you're sitting there and you have to tax and tip and everything. Sure. So it's going to be... And you're probably going to keep ordering and ordering. But, you know, yeah, get there early and secure your place and you're in for a delicious, <laughs> good value time. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah, we love Starks. We love Starks Happy Hour. Yeah. So, so far, we've loved the Starks family, except for... 
You didn't even get to go to that. Yeah. I do want to give it another chance, though, because um, when I went to Grisman's, I didn't really like what I got that much because I wasn't in the mood for something super greasy and I got like a patty melt mm-hmm. because nothing else really sounded good to me and it was super greasy. Mm-hmm. And even though it was good flavor, I really wasn't in the mood for it. But the drinks were uh, really high alcohol and like perfumey tasting and weird. And I think some people like that kind of drink, but mm-hmm. it's not for me. <laughs> right. Um. Anyway, we don't have to talk about Grossman's that much. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I would like to give it another chance because a lot of people do like it. So, you know, I want to just try and order something else and see if I like it better. Mm-hmm. Anyway, should we number rate Stark's Happy Hour? Sure. Go with a 9.5. I'm going to give it a 9. All right. <laughs> Good job, guys. <laughs> yeah. They're already clean plate club members, mm-hmm. so we don't need to put them in a gun. But uh, <laughs> yeah, high recommend. Okay, yeah. anything else you great. want to add? Uh, no, I was going to say great ambiance, great value, um, great food. So, yeah. That serves a nine in my book. And great service, too. Oh, yeah, great service, too. Yeah. We didn't even They were pretty that up, but... fast, like, in bringing stuff and just being, like, pretty good attentive. Servers. Yeah. Yeah, you can tell. I don't know. You can. I was thinking about when we went to Mona Lisa, like, you can tell when um, servers are, like, trained to have a higher level of service, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, right. So, yeah, that's definitely the case here, which is nice because you're not really paying all that much and you're getting the the nice experience. Um, Yeah, absolutely. All right. Any updates we got coming up? Um, Where did we just go recently? Um, Oh, um, OSHA Barbecue. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's going to be a fun review. One of our favorite Thai places in san francisco and they also have involvement in torsap thai which is a restaurant we reviewed in walnut creek opened a location in petaluma and it's very unassuming (laughs) yeah and very good food so it's kind of in a weird spot oh such a weird spot (laughs) like i walked in and i'm like wow is this really it's like a really like a strip mall type of little place with just like a couple tables (laughs) Mm mm-hmm Anyway, I don't have to full-on review it now, but um, yeah, we really liked the uh, food there. Mm-hmm. Spoilers. <laughs> and what else? We're going to Kamloi tonight. Um, Kamloi has changed up their menu a little bit, so we're going to try some of the new dishes there. So mm-hmm. I think we're going to have just like a Thai food review next time. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, our friends of the pod, Mark and Hojin, will be joining us at Kamloi. And mm-hmm. they actually have not eaten there before, so it'll be interesting to hear what they think. Yeah, definitely. Um, anything else? We still want to go to Dave's Hot Chicken oh, yeah. in Santa Rosa. I'm not sure when that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, we are going to San Francisco on Monday, and I'm not sure where we're going to eat. We're thinking about eating soul food on the way back, mm-hmm. but um, we'll see. Yeah, we might change our mind with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking we might be hungry when we get out of the museum, so we'll have to see if we want to figure something out there. Mm-hmm. So many restaurants we love are closed on Mondays. Right. Like when we went to Oshitai in Petaluma, I'm really glad we went there, but one of the reasons we did is because two of our favorite restaurants, which we reviewed before, Butcher Crown and Wedded Chicken, are closed Mondays. <laughs> right. Izakaya Ku uh, in San Francisco is also closed on Mondays. So mm-hmm. it's just a thing. Restaurants are sometimes closed on Mondays, and that's my day off, so that's a big adventure go out day for us so right it's gonna somewhat determine where we review at times um Mm -hmm. but anyway 
that's pretty much it. All I can think of at the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that pretty much covers what we got coming up. All right, guys. Well, I also wanted to add a rate and review us. Oh, yeah. Um, that would be pretty cool <laughs> if you did that. <laughs> um, and if you have any suggestions for where you'd like us to try, uh, be sure to let us know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a little thing I put. Um, Anchor has this thing now where you can um, ask questions. I think it's a Spotify only thing. So if you uh-huh, okay. listen to this on Spotify, you can do that. But it, um, I asked a question like if there uh, just in general, have there been any places where you went to based on our recommendation? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'd be very curious to know that. So haven't gotten any answers to that yet, but I'd love to know. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I figure if uh, there's enough of you listening, there's a reason. <laughs> so Right. A lot of people... Listen on Apple Podcasts, I think, though. Right. Um, but yeah, if you do listen on Spotify, feel free to take advantage of that. I'd be very interested to hear that, too. Mm-hmm. Also, feel free to just DM us on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, that's always an option as well. Right. All right. Okay, guys. Till next time. Dip it in and saucy do. A bit saucy podcast. Dip it in and sauce it up.